Community theatre experience performing in plays and musicals offers an opportunity to develop skills and socialise. It can also provide a safe and nurturing haven to explore burgeoning talents and connect with an audience. In this episode, we examine the role of community theatre as I talk with three performers who have cultivated quite an impressive repertoire of roles in the work that they have done while serving their local communities via their musical societies. Liz Kolesnick, Wendy Holgate and Laurel Johnson have accumulated 110 years' experience between them in their participation with community theatre, serving as performers, directors, producers and committee members roles that their families continue to do as generational involvement takes up the baton. These women are old friends and have much to say. They provide another fascinating insight into practitioners who traverse the many stages of stages. Isn't it funny how you all clam up just because you see the microphone? It's oh, a that's psycho. An eye, yes, it's that's a psycho. Psycho, isn't it? Psychosomatic no, thing is sort of see. I think, oh my God. Could you get a penis shaped one? No, no, that's fine. I, I think that's fine. <laughs> oh, I hope got nobody heard there. that. Yeah, yeah, it's all prepared. Why didn't oh, you answer those before we even went into it? Well, why would I word you up beforehand? So we could think about no, it. No, we need the spontaneity of, oh, the, okay. of the answers, of course. Yeah, right. um, hasn't this been the best weekend, catching up again Fabulous. after so many years? Um, and I think that's a um, testimony to, to community theatre that, you know, because you work so often, so regularly together in such close confines, that there's a, a, a friendship is cemented that lasts for, well, I think it's been like 30 years. At least. At least. Longer, longer than that. Longer, longer than, than Laurel and I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, you yeah. Were. So, so how old were you when you started, the two of you? When I started with Lyric, I was just th- in my 30s. I was old. Right. But I did a lot of stuff before I went nursing. So I had a lot of stage work before I went nursing. And you were doing stuff in your teens? I, in 63, I did, no, 62, might have been 62 or 63, I did La Bella Lane, but that was with Ballarat Light Opera Company. And then I did um, Naughty, Mar- to- Naughty Marietta. All oh, right, for, yes. I know I was just one of the three girls in that. Because of course, uh, Light Opera Company—they were very fond of operettas. That's right. In the, they those were. early yeah, days. My sister used to sing yeah, yeah, with them. Yeah. Look, we're talking about specific decades here. So uh, now, I know you shouldn't ask a lady her, her age, but can I ask how old you are, Laurel? Seventy-six. Seventy-six. Wendy. Seventy-three. Seventy-three. Liz. Sixty-six. Clickety click. Clickety click. So, <laughs> so you're oh, the, what a lie! You're the baby of the <laughs> yeah. of the trip. Um, and this, I think, this conversation is really important for for stages and our listeners because you know community theatre feeds into the profession very much so. And I, I want to talk about that a little bit later in the interview, which is great. But um, uh, do you like the word community theatre or amateur theatre? I mean, because it's no, also I like community. Yeah. yeah, I do like that. Non-professional Or non-professional. Non-professional. So do you think amateur has a certain... Um, it's got a stigma attached to it. It's tacky, I think. Right. I, I prefer community theatre or non-professional. Or non-professional. Whereas well, if you look at the yeah. definition for amateur, it really just is uh, somebody with a great deal of passion who does it for nothing. Yeah. Well, uh, well that's, that's true. It's very much as well, isn't it? Yeah. But community gives it some sort of legitimacy, it I does, guess, because, yeah. I mean, let's face it, the big budgets are spent on those big musicals that, yeah. that the companies yeah. do. Yeah. And spending. the community benefits from it. Absolutely. The community as the uh, performers and the um, creatives mm. constructing the shows and also the audience. Yep. Yeah. Because if you're in those... Um, and then there's community funds that are developed through it as well. 
for charities and charity. donations and all that sort of thing. Absolutely, mm. yeah. Uh, and I guess those regional towns, etc. We're, we're talking about Ballarat and specifically, and Wodonga we'll talk about as well. Mm. But a lot of those um, communities don't have access to the big commercial plays and musicals which are on in the big cities like Melbourne and, and Sydney. So yes, it's great okay. to go and support you, the, the local theatre group. Mm. That's right. Mm. You've played many roles, all of you, in your community theatre careers. What, Laura, what are some of the big roles that you've played? Uh, my first couple were Irene and Nanette in um, the three three girls in both of them, and they were both really great fun, and I enjoyed them very much. And then as you move on into uh, star roles, uh, you find a totally different um, atmosphere because you're you sort of segregated a little bit to a certain extent, but you still all work together really well. But it's really nice... It was really nice working as the three girls all singing together and working together. But you also did Joanne and Company. Yeah. Reno Sweeney and Anything Goes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So some big roles, Wendy. Ma- uh, Mother oh. Superior. Ma- in Nonsense. Nonsense. Which is yes. something you've all got in common. Yes. Yeah, because I directed nice. both of those shows. Right. Yep. I directed Anything Goes and Nonsense I directed Nonsense three times. It must have been insane. <laughs> but anyway, it was really done as a fundraiser Yeah. yeah. Um, in the first place and, and subsequent, you know. Because you've had directorial roles as well as your yes, many yes, performances. Yes. But, you know, some of your... Annie Oakley, Annie Get Your Gun. Annie Get Your Gun, yes. Well, I suppose that was... That wasn't my first major role. Uh, Maisie and The Boyfriend. Right. And then Annie Get Your Gun. And Roxy Hart. Roxy Hart. Dolly, Ma- Dolly Levi. Dolly Levi. Hello, yes. Dolly. Twice. Yes, twice. Mabel in the pyjama game. Pyjama game with yourself. Yes, indeed. Mama that was Rose. fun. Hmm? Mama Rose. Mama Rose in Gypsy. Yeah. Yeah. Extraordinary. And Liz was in Gypsy. And Liz, what sort of roles have you played? Because you've done a Sally Bowles, haven't you? Yeah, I, I started off in a rock band and then I just was um, interested in auditioning for... Um, Cabaret, and uh, no, actually it wasn't Cabaret, but beg your pardon, it was Can Can in 1970. And I went to audition for the chorus and I got the role of La Mon Pistache, the lead in Can Can with the Aubrey Music Theatre. And that wow. was my first show when I was 22. Oh. And then I loved that. I just fell in love with the theatre and I, then I did Sally Bowles in Aubrey Wodonga as well with Cabaret. And then um, after that I moved to Ballarat. Yeah, and oh. did two shows in Albury then. Yeah, I did Nancy and Oliver and got the Victorian Music Theatre Guild Award for that. And I played Roxy and... Was that Guys and Dots? Yeah. No, yeah. No. Got, oh, no, Miss Adelaide. Miss Adelaide. Miss Adelaide. Mm, Miss Adelaide. Mm, mm. And Laurel played... Um, Sarah. Sarah. Sister Sarah. No, I played Sister Sarah and she played Adelaide. Adelaide, okay. And later on, I played Adelaide. <laughs> all right, very good. Guys but, and Dolls. But there's and a list. the award in that as well. I'm not sure there's a list that any professional music theatre diva would be very envious of. Yeah, that, yeah. that You know, community theatre does offer those opportunities. To play and then we did those wonderful variety. follies with Fred. All those oh, the reviews yeah. that reviews? were original reviews. Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And they were a lot of fun. Um, do you have a favourite role, Laurel? A favourite role? Um, no, I'm sorry. No, they're all well. They're all your favourites, aren't yeah, they? Really, what when you're, you're doing, doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When 
Oh, it had to be Mrs. Lovett in Sweeney Todd. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah that, that goes a, without saying. I did with that with the uh, catchment players in Melbourne. Yeah. Uh, I didn't even audition for that. They just gave it to me, which was just wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. And Lizzie? I have to say Sally Bowles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah great. I loved that. Yeah. yeah, that's good, isn't it? Yeah. What about growing up? Were they artistic households? I know you, you come from a very musical household, Well, I household, did. Liz. I did. Mm. I was, you know, dragged out of bed at one o'clock in the morning to have a sing around the piano when mum was having parties <laughs> my brother and I and I learnt mum was a singing teacher a dancing teacher she had her own dancing school so from a very young age I was involved in music Wait, yeah. you Wendy you, you oh, I used to do calisthenics um, when I was younger your sister was and my a sister singer. was a, an opera singer and she she won the staff for opera in Sydney and she got in the final 16 of the Sunar era in Melbourne, but she didn't get in the eight because she was married and they didn't take married women in those days. Oh, really? Into as, the as, finals? As, really? Yeah, into the finals. Yeah, her yeah. and a lady called Nance Grant, who went on to sing with, I think, with the Australian Opera. Um, yeah, both of them didn't get in it. And was there was an article in the paper to say that that Melbourne missed out on two beautiful voices. Uh, well, I suppose there was that, that belief, stupidly, that um, marriage would have held them back a little yeah, bit. They wouldn't have been able to fully embrace it. Ridiculous a, a in those days. Mm, yeah, that's mm, right. Mm. But uh, no, and and music ran in the family. Mum, mum used to sing, and her father's family were all singers. So yeah, and my grandfather used to teach violin and piano, and yet none of his children out of the 13 that he had were musical. Wow. Isn't it amazing? Yeah. 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 So he used to get up at five o'clock in the morning and uh, start teaching his pupils. Never met him because he died a long time before I right. Came was along. born. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And you're a family of bakers. Like we all. are. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. but was that a very artistic household? Not really. Just enthusiastic and community minded. And uh, I was in my mother started me off in ballet and calisthenics and tapping and and then my father played the mouth organ and um, Mick Antonio was the country and western singer in the area at that time and he had a concert group that my father was playing in the mouth organ band and so there were a little troop of us dancers would go along and do the other entertainment <laughs> and that was a lot of fun yeah. um, did a lot of choir work Sang in a lot of choirs around Ballarat. Yeah, um, and was involved in the, in many other ways as well. Mm. Um, what about the first live performance you saw? Can you remember that? Yes. Yeah. Oh, you can yes. go for it, Laurel. Um, was what? it Wavy Williams? The the pad of Oh no, no. Well, you see, Graham's mother was. Um, can't think of her name. Isn't that terrible? Wavy. Eels. 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 Yeah. Um, Mrs. Eels, sister, and they did all their, they did all the pantomimes at the same time as Wavy Williams, and so um, there was a whole involvement in that area as well. And she was a really good sewer. Um, so Wavy Williams was, of course, a, a, a huge quite famous uh, in Ballarat, producer yeah. Ballarat, yeah. In, in Ballarat yeah. for doing pantomimes. Yeah. Pantomimes and um, it was a bit like a lyric and light opera together. Together, where there was Wavy Williams and Mrs. Eels group. And so uh, they both had pantomimes happening. Um, one of the pantomimes, I remember our famous p policeman, 
uh, at that time uh, was always doing things on stage like What's that? Never when and you're no 40s? one loves a fairy when she's forty. Yeah, John wasn't it? John, John Sorrel. Yeah, John John Sorrel. Sorrel. Yeah, and, and he would he would walk around the um, dress circle. Um, uh, the balcony. Off, on balcony. Oh, really? On the, the balustrade. Things like that. It was really quite. But he was quite a famous panto dame, wasn't yes, he? Yes, he was. Yeah. 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 And she was the first person, actually, uh, Emily Eels. That's right. She um, she brought snow onto the stage and a whole lot of newfangled ideas like that she was very clever right, right. with her stage production yeah. yeah and wendy my first i was 12 years old my uncle was a uh, stage manager at the comedy theater and he also was stage manager at her majesty's for a while and he got me in to see my fair lady with uh-huh. bunty turner oh fantastic i was oh i was just gobsmacked and robin <laughs> bailey and yeah it was so just fabulous you weren't watching it from side stage, you were watching no, it No, I was watching yeah. it in the gods. It was a long way up, but, yeah. um, you know, he got me free seats and I thought I was gorgeous. I had this dress that mum had made me out of sort of broad rayon glaze and I had stockings on and, <laughs> and a pair of black paint and leather shoes. I just thought I was gorgeous. Well, My Fair Lady is a pretty and impressive... And My Fair Lady was, it was just wonderful. Yeah. I think Stuart Wagstar played... Higgins. Freddie in that stage. All right. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Agreed. Actually, uh, I think famous. it was Zoltan Kaparthi and he was understudying Higgins. Yes, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's great. Oh, what, one of them, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yes, yes, yeah. Uh, your live, first live performance, do you remember? Uh, yeah, I do. It was um, The Wizard of Oz in Albury and I was probably, I would have been maybe 10 years old. <laughs> wow. I went with Mum. Yeah. yeah, and that was, that was, that was, um, I think, Madame Saviscus. Um, she was a, a local um, teacher in in Albury Wodonga, and actually she mentored a lot of a lot of thespians my age and older in uh, music and local theatre. And she actually put that production on, and my mother took me to see that. And and um, yeah, Madame Saviscus did a lot of work in the area. And um, but I I always wanted to go to Madame Saviscus. But mum was a teacher and she'd say, no, you don't need to go there because you can, you'll learn everything you need to know from me. <laughs> <laughs> but madam did, she did some great work in the area, yeah. Was mum a bit of a stage mother? Oh, absolutely. Right, yeah, Oh, okay. well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> And grandmother, wasn't and she? Gra- and and stage, stage, stage grandmother. Yeah, 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 she was. Closer, yeah. But, um, yeah. What sort of... Um, artistic outlet did you have at school was there school drama or did you do school shows at, at my school it was it was the choirs it, it, you know in these at the schools they had houses four houses different colors that you all competed against That's with right. each other and at my school we had choirs and I led my little choir and um, we won <laughs> we were probably pretty proud about that um, and it, but it was great yeah so why are you such a just such a whiz at harmonies. Maybe. Yeah. Probably stems yeah. back to those choir days. Maybe. Yeah. 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 I mean, last night, I think it was, I was astounded that you could remember, uh, can you give us a little bit of it now? What was that? The the the, the gavotte, the fairy's oh, gavotte. gavotte. Right, yes. We both, that was yeah. our both first songs. Laurel sang that and I did too. We didn't know each other then. Well, the first song, song, and, song and action that we ever did, did in two different um, dancing, dancing classes. Yeah. yeah. 
When it's June, neath the summer moon, Dingle Dell is all aglow with fairies. Such a scene there has never been as we dance around the fairy queen. Fantastic. Right? <laughs> Very good. Thanks for that. And Liz was conducting, which is... Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Liz. Very good, very good. What about you, Liz? Did, was there much um, artistic outlet at school, did you? No, no, not at all. Were you learning an instrument then? I used to. Um, it was actually, this is really funny. My mother's sister was a piano teacher. And um, I used to get um, go along to visit Auntie Floss for my piano lessons. But I had a very, well, actually, at that time of my age, I had the attention span of a goldfish. And I used to get bored. <laughs> And I'd be playing the piano and she'd say, show me where you're up to on the music, Liz. And I'd go, um, I don't know, because I was playing by ear. By ear. It's so clever. And uh, in, anyway, um, I didn't didn't pursue my piano career. And I'm really sorry now because as me a singer, and, you know, I watch my daughters now and they play piano and they sing and I would love to be able to accompany myself. Mm. Your girls but I are can't. so yeah. talented. But I didn't. Yeah. I didn't follow through with the piano, and I and I'm truly sorry that I didn't because mm. um, I watch the girls now, and I just think, gee, I wish I could do that. Mm. Yeah. So, how did you become um, involved in community theatre? What did you know somebody who was doing shows, or did you want to meet people? I what was your story, Laurel? The first show I was aware of that was being. Uh, auditioned was the King and I, the first King and I, but I didn't have the courage to go and I was nursing at that stage. And then we went and saw, I got married and I had children and the children had grown a bit and we went and saw Chorus Line and it blew me away. And all of a sudden the bug hit my heart and my head and the next show that was auditioned was South South Pacific. Pacific, yeah. thank you. And um, and I had a part in that, which was really lovely, and I and I loved it, and then just went from there. Yeah. From show to show to show. Yeah, until um, I was, yeah, and yeah, until yeah. I couldn't, which yeah. was in after the nineteen eighties, and yeah. there was a tragedy, and that stopped it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put, put a hiatus. <laughs> um, when? Well, I. My sister was going to sing in a review by Fred Fargo called Hit the Town. And I was only 16 at that stage. And she said, look, Fred, I really can't do it. I mean, she, she's an opera singer and she she just didn't feel like she wanted to do it. She said, but I do have a young sister that can sing. And he said, oh, yeah, all right, send her along. <laughs> you know? So I went to his place and he, his mum used to play the piano. So I sang a couple of songs. That was the end of it. I sang nearly every song in that in the, hit the town, leaning on the proscenium so that the chorus could have a, this big voice come out while the the song was. But you know, while the they were dancing and I'm singing on the side of the stage. Brilliant. You know, that, you was, that was it. And and then 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 I went into. Um, uh, one of the other uh, one of the other shows, and then I did Annie, and that was that was it. And then I just went and, on from Annie there. I gun. actually mm. was in the chorus of South Pacific, but the previous they'd done it previously, not the one Laurel was in. Oh, Laurel was in the revival. Revival, yeah, yes. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> Before you go any further, I must bring in that the first theatres that I played in in Ballarat were St John's and then Alfred Hall and then the Civic Hall before Her Majesty's. Yeah. Oh, before you got there. So yeah. very much church was, halls was, and community uh, halls. Yeah, well, the, you, the, you knew about the Alfred Hall? No, I didn't know about that. Yeah, well, the Alfred was, Hall... was where Big W is The, the uh, Coliseum was built on one side of Bridge Street right. and it seated 10,000 people. And it burnt down in the eight, 1930s and so they wanted to build another theatre. So they built it on the other side of Bridge Street over the creek because there was a fight as to where it would be east or west of Ballarat. So they built it right in the middle over the, over the creek. And then they pulled down the Alfred Hall to build the Civic Hall. Wow. And I suppose Ballarat is a city built on gold. Yes. Yeah. So there would have been quite a number of theatres. There were. That always existed in the, the town. The first theatre that I recall was in the middle of Sturt Street and it was all lined with straw. It was, and I can't think of the name of it, I'm really sorry, but it yeah. was around about where Meyer and whatever are there now. Yeah. And um, the only thing they had were toilets for the men in the middle of the street, but the girls didn't have a toilet. Right. Mm-hmm. They did big, and they're in crinolines and everything. Yes, but no toilets for girls. Girls don't do that. No, no, exactly. <laughs> well, Laurel knows all about this because she had a little cottage in Ballarat called Montrose Cottage, um, a miners' cottage. It was a and heritage. She, yeah, I didn't and mean she went. No, no, that's great. She went into the, all the history of things in Ballarat. Yep. So, so yep. she, she's very knowledgeable. Quite an about authority, Ballarat. which yeah. is excellent. Mm. Yeah. Sorry. No, I, I, I love it. I love these detours, Laurel. So chip in, chip in. Um, Lizzie, how did you become involved in community theatre? Well, you're talking about stage mothers before. Hmm. I just had a baby and he was about three months old. And um, mum came to my place and she said, you've got an audition tomorrow. <laughs> oh, God. And she said, the music theatre are doing cabaret and I've put your name down to go for an audition. So that's what that's how oh, I got into right. it. And what I did you play? Sally Bowles. I got oh, the part, oh, and so I went along, and that was how I got into it. So it was Mum, yeah, Mum, who mm. sort of gave me that push. Big push, yeah. because um, you know I was only young and um, not not the, not confident enough to to probably go and do that myself. So that was how. Yeah, I've got to tell you. <laughs> and a story. She came to all the rehearsals, of yeah. course. Everything. Kept an eye on you. Yeah. yeah. I've got to tell you a story, Peter, but you might cut it out of the podcast. I don't think so. Go ahead. My mother used to play the piano and she was self-taught, even though her her dad played the piano as well. And she used to say, I'll play the storm for you, darling. And then she'd go on and she said, bang, 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 bang. And I'll, stri- I'll stop when the lightning strikes the shit house. <laughs> God, she used to make us laugh. <laughs> So did any of you have um, professional aspirations or was it just a, a social outlet and just a hobby? Or did, would you have liked to have sort of... I, I would have liked to have gone on, Pete. Yeah. Um, perhaps not the confidence that I'd liked and I was in love with someone. That's always <laughs> that something was, that's that going to stop That bucket it. that up because yeah. he was... Um, you know, but to, really, but that confidence is really important. That self belief that you to can do it. Self belief. Well, I used to hate auditions. Yeah. And I thought I'd never get through an audition. Okay. No. Yeah, but I, but really I was on. Then. I was on IMT. Graham Kennedy's IMT. I sang on that. A vocalist. And yeah. I was on New Faces. That was 
um, they used to have new faces. But I was a, like a contestant. I was a guest on it. Okay. Right. Yes. Yeah. When Frank Wilson was around. You know? Yes, he was the host there, wasn't <laughs> yeah, he? Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So. And Laurel, what about you? Would you have liked to have done it professionally, or was it you were just happy at being a hobby? I I guess it was I was just happy at being a hobby. I loved doing it, and I wanted to try and do my best. Mm. And when you when I look back, I think I really wasn't as good as I thought I was at the time. <laughs> <laughs> Lizzie, oh look, I just I wanted to be a singer. Yeah, because you know, you've you've sung in lots of bands, haven't you? And you yeah, continue to sing in I, bands. Yeah, I really wanted to be a singer, you know. And I got I was in the Brian and the Juniors. I went to the grand final of Brian and the Juniors. I was on Saturday Date in in Newcastle. Um, I did some work on Channel O with with John Farnham, and but I just didn't I didn't pursue it enough, you know. I was I had a baby very young, and um, and that I really didn't have the aspirations to pursue that career then because because I was a young mum and so I didn't really get the, the chance. Well, I suppose I could have but but I didn't do it because of my situation. But I really I wanted to be a, you know, a singer. Yeah. yeah. I can I can relate to that. I would have yeah. liked to have been a better vocalist than I was. I was I was always a, I always had a really low voice. I never had the high notes and I struggled with those. Mm. Yeah, I <clears throat> I used to sing on um, BTV six, a local channel sometimes, solos with the same time as Olivia Newton John and Pat Carroll and all those. You know, the same time as them. And we did a trio but backing but group. We did a trio. Laurel and I and another girl did a trio <laughs> backing group for a while. A few times. But oh, I that's a night show. That, that local variety show. Yeah. Fred's yeah. Uh, Fred Parker's night Six show. Six tonight. Yes, mm-hmm. but I but I was hopeless in that. I was, I'm no good at keeping apart. But I can sing, but I can't do harmonies. Yeah, yeah. So that's why Laurel and I are good together because I can sing a note and she'll sing. At the, she'll tune in with she'll you. She'll tune in adjust. with me, and it doesn't yeah. matter what it is. She's very good at that. She's. Mm. I wish I could do that. When I was a kid here in, in Aubrey, every Saturday morning it was a great thing for kids. They had a program on the local radio station Two AY. And it was called the 2AY Chickabitties. <laughs> and it was live every Saturday morning of kids on air singing. And I don't know, probably from about eight eight years old to probably through to 14, every Saturday morning, we'd be at the, the radio station singing on the radio. And um, Norm Azai, he was, a, he was a musical director for the... Show and we used to catch the school bus over to the radio station every every Wednesday and have a practice and wow. we'd get told what song we had to sing the next week on the radio and and uh, it was just it was great as a kid yeah. you know to have that yeah. that opportunity and then uh, a few years ago when they had their um, I think it might have been the hundredth year or something anniversary or it wouldn't be a hundred maybe fifty years whatever. Somebody had actually had reel-to-reel tapes of of some of those shows, 
So wow. I was given a, a little disc and I'm singing Everything's Coming Up Roses on oh, I'm ten, 10 years old. Yeah. Oh, and Robin, Robin did that every Saturday. That's how we became friends. Your friend Robin. Great. What was the first song you ever sung in your entire life? I have a very vivid memory of that for myself. <laughs> Chew fly pineapple. Chew. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Chew fly pineapple. Oh, no. Is that is, is that that's what we've been hearing ad nauseum this week? Yes, yeah. that's right. That's the first song that you. No, thought, mine no? was. Uh, there was a competition for the church, and and I, Mum put me in for that. I was three, and I sang "Dear Little Violet." <laughs> Oh, <laughs> you won. Yeah, Very I good. Did, Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So was a funny What was your first song that you performed? Oh, my first song. Oh, it'd probably have to be The Fairies Gavot, I suppose. That okay. Laurel and I yodeled before. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> As we do now. Of course, community theatre is a great learning environment for artists wanting a career, professional yes. career in the arts. You know, yes. we've seen from Ballarat, we've seen. Um, actors and and opera singers and designers and directors sort mm-hmm. of grow out of yeah. of those community theatres, which is fantastic. It's exciting. What is it? Why? What makes Ballarat such a vibrant birthplace for professional performers? I mean, we have two major music theatre companies, yes. um, a, a, a drama company, the Royal South Street competitions. Yeah. There's so much, and the art schools going are enthusiastic now, with yeah. their um, with their music groups and everything as well. Uh, and there's some very talented people passing on their craft. Yeah. In fact, I love going to the theatre now just to see how the young ones are coming up and doing. Oh, they're beautiful. They just seem to be so much, so much more um, professional than yeah. we ever were. <laughs> well, that confidence, yes, it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. But also, I don't know whether you realise it, but you know, people like yourself performing. You know, I learnt so much. <laughs> from the three of you just watching you really uh, absolutely just in timing how to work an audience but you were beautiful I loved watching oh, you work oh well, yeah. there we go I but did. you know I mean especially Wendy I, I did about 10 shows with you know um, so to work up close and personal with, with you know your skills as well yeah. through osmosis we, we pick them up and um, we, 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 we learn so, so I have to thank you for that Oh, that's all right. Yeah, My great. pleasure, Pete. No, pleasure. <laughs> um, so um, I'm sure things, I know things, go wrong from time to time. Can you remember any disasters when you've been in a show that um, that may not have gone according to plan? Well, during the Hello, the last Hello, Dolly, right. there's a scene where um, Van der Gelder and Dolly are at the... Harmonia Gardens and they're having something to eat and she's telling him to eat this and that and that and everything else and the cast bring out this big plate of stuff and they're supposed to have giant marshmallows on there so that I like this potatoes. Beets. beets, Harris, eat beets. Yes, yeah, that and potatoes and yeah. things. And she picks one up and of course she flips it in his face and one night it came out and these marshmallows... Mellows are about as big as my tiny fingernail. They're probably saving on budget. Oh, yeah. whatever. And I looked at them and I'm thinking, how in the hell am I going to flip that and the audience will see it? They'll never see it. And all of a sudden, oh, what the hell's my next line? And it seemed to be ages and ages and ages before I could think. I was so, oh. 
Because when something oh, like that happens, yeah, it just you went. Know, three it or four seconds feels like a minute. Went. But and also I a slight deviation, it. like a prop that you oh, didn't expect, de- you start no. to oh, analyse was, it in your I head. I was furious. Mm-hmm. I told the props people never to do that again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, know, you be, need it. Just, so you need, oh, you it need to be able awful. to trust everybody around yeah, you to give right. you a performance. Absolutely. Any disasters, Laurel? I don't know if I'm brave enough to tell you. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I had a lead role in a show, and I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> and I was busting to go to the toilet, and I wet my pants on stage. Is <laughs> that anything goes, Laurel? Oh dear me! That's fantastic. What you you went laughing? You know, it just okay. All right. No, it happens. I'm sure. It's probably what she. It's one if she wasn't laughing. Well, I was older. <laughs> Yeah, and she'd lost a lot of weight, so perhaps that's what it was. That, that have, now I'm blushing terribly. Floor. Uh, Lizzie, any disasters? Oh, well, a, a near one. Uh, when I was uh, in Can Can, um, I was pistache and I was coming out onto the rooftop scene to sing I Love Paris. And I had this beautiful, bright yellow dress on, had a big long train at the back. And, and my leading man, his name was Barry Lane. He was standing on the, the train of my dress as I had to come out through the through the door onto the rooftop to to sing my my song I Love Paris. Anyway, what happened was um, I actually tripped onto the stage when I because I was trying to get away and he took his foot off my the train on my dress and I sort of tripped out onto the stage and nearly lost, lost the girls out the front of my dress. <laughs> But I wasn't happy with him after that. No, no, no. But he, no. he was a bit of a prankster behind the scenes, mm. Barry. Yeah. Oh, another thing. <laughs> in the first review I was in, as I said, I stood on perine- uh, proscenium, but there was a couple of numbers I was in, and I <laughs> came in too early in the number before, and I've got this costume on with all the feathers out of the hair. And the costume inside out. <laughs> oh, and it was all wrong. You should have seen the look on Fred's face. <laughs> that reminds oh, me of a funny. We, we used to do quite a few um, cabaret stuff and... Um, and private parties. Private and parties and things, but not... Yeah. yeah. And um, this particular party, we were going to jump out of cake. And they'd made this lovely big cake and everything. In a cardboard and I, box, yeah. I said to Wendy, look, it'd be really good. To have, we've got sparklers. What we'll put them in In your hair? In the hair. So <laughs> she, what possessed you to... <laughs> so she puts them in my hair and lights them. No, I suppose your and hair was full of hairspray as well. Oh, you sure? what's the smell? <laughs> My hair is burning. <laughs> she thought it was hilarious. Well, it was a great, think... great idea. <laughs> yeah. uh, it probably only happened once. It did only happen once. Yeah, the oh. sparkles got put out. <laughs> uh, we're blessed, aren't we, in Ballarat, that we had, um, or that we have, um, Her Majesty's Theatre. Oh, Isn't that a great venue magic, to perform magic. in? It's yeah. such a magic. lovely history. It's you, well, so... Tell us some of the history, Laurel, do you know? Oh, gosh. That's um, putting you on the spot, I know. It has, but, yeah. Um, um, was it 1856 yeah, that yeah. it was that built? Of mine. And um, it's a, it um, a sister theatre to the one in Hobart, I think. Right. Hobart okay. in uh, Tasmania. Well, when they were restoring it last time, right. I was lucky enough to go with a, an historical group 
through the theatre and we went right up onto the top and they used to be able to open the roof, the dome roof, because people would smoke in the theatre. And then when they opened it, you could see the stars during the performance. It wow. was quite amazing. And in the Ballarat, mechan- it'd be freezing. In, in Ballarat. And the mechanism was still there when right. I when I went up there. That was that was something. That was really exciting to yeah. see. My mother remembers that being open. Yeah. And Her Majesty's opened in 1875. It opened in 1875, oh. right. I and it's the oldest multi-purpose theatre building to have be continuously used as a live theatre. Wow. In mm. Australia. Mm. It's a pretty impressive gem it, for it the city to have, isn't it? It is. But it's a bit of a hiatus at the moment, isn't it? Because it's been, yeah, it's been developed again and refurbished. Well, it's yeah. just got to happen. We have to stand behind it. Mm. It will happen. Mm. It yeah. will happen. And hopefully we'll see the three of you, the four of us, on that stage again one day. Oh, we, oh no, I won't say that. Yeah. All right. Okay. Don't then. Sorry. That'd be lovely. <laughs> um, are you still drawn to performance or have you hung up your tap shoes? Would you would you like to do another show, or are you happy to Laurel? You're you're that's it for you. Uh, that's it for me. Um, but I love, as I said before, I love watching the new talent coming on, and they are so clever, yeah. and they're beautiful, and they're young, and they're enthusiastic, and I just love it. Yeah, it's beautiful. Fantastic, Wendy. Well, yeah, I'm I'm happy because I don't have the voice I used to have, but I, I think I'd like to do a little cameo role in. In a play, because yeah. I still I used to do a lot of plays as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, some so you, little the, old lady with the, the right Alzheimer's project, or something. You would live it back. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, I could do that as well. I could be. We could do. Oh, <laughs> well, look out! There's someone I, uh, fighting I, you for the role. I, I, I did quartet. Oh yeah, yeah, quartet, that's a great And play. I uh, mm. sort of played an old opera singer. An old, yeah, an opera, opera singer with Alzheimer's. All right. <laughs> you know. She's got a great and joke, I, but we can't tell you on here. Oh, very no. good. Yes, <laughs> yes. But I used to open my bag and pull everything oh, out. Just say open your bowels. My bag. And, uh, but, but most of the time I was looking to see what the next line was. Oh, like, right. Because a cheat sheet. Well, Laurel's the best cheat sheet I've ever seen. She'd have a little card in her hand and you would not know that she was looking to see her line. It was generally some sort of something that you could post it on. (laughs) No, I I did Nonsense uh, last year and um, that was, I think I was happy to, to... Hang up your boots. Yeah, I was, yeah. But you're um, still singing. I'm still singing. I'm yeah, and I'll wonderful. Sing, I'll sing, sing to until yeah. I mm. can't. But as far as... Uh, I just found this time harder to, to learn the lines. Lines, mm. yes. That's, that's the mm. thing that goes. Um, as you get older, it's, it, it's it a learning hard. the lines. It's, it's, a, it's a muscle, yeah. isn't it, that you've yeah. got to keep at all yeah. the time. Yeah. And yes. if you don't, haven't worked it for five years or something. And yes. not only work at it, but... Really be athletic with it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's, but I'm I'm in a, in a situation with your vocals. where I'm involved with. I like to be involved with with younger generation on stage and do stuff behind the scenes and mm. that. Oh. I love that backing them. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah. To give, give give back a lot of your knowledge and yeah, experience yeah. and yeah. guidance. And you do to a certain degree too. Mm. And you're very good with the children. I think as you get older too, you, there's a bit of stage fright that. Um, Absolutely. That, that can kick in as well. Mm. I mean, 
I, you know, I occasionally will do a play nervous, now or whatever, yeah, and just yeah. before you're about to go on, it's petrifying. Oh, God, Why am I doing this to what, myself? What's the first line? Yeah. I think yeah. the last thing that I was we did together, I was, no, not that Christmas, but before that we went to a funeral and were asked to sing, and it was really terrifying right, for gross, me. wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were talking about this, I don't know whether you were here, but the other night when... We did. I did Ballarat Heritage Week, and I oh. sang three generations: my, myself, oh, my daughter, yes. and my granddaughter on stage. Yes, at, Isn't that uh, at the Mechanics Institute. And I hadn't done anything in Ballarat prior to when I left in in ninety four, mm. and I was shaking. Yeah. Yes, you know yes. it was lovely to, to sing with my daughter and granddaughter, but I was oh. so nervous. And, I think it's magic yeah, that you yeah, could do yeah. that. Mm. There's a lot of night nights out. It's very demanding, isn't it, being yes, involved in community theatre? Yeah. Um, and I know that, you know, you've all gone on to committees, served on committees mm. yes. also, mm. yes. which is a huge job in producing those yes. shows as well. Um, and you have to have a, and then you're a, doing, a partner who understands as a help. Yeah, yeah very much so. It's mm. supportive. And, of course, you're, then you're going to your day jobs. Yes. yes. As well. Yes. So it makes for... When a show is sort of... Leading into uh, yeah. production week, it's uh, a lot of long, long hours. hours. Yeah. You've got to really yeah. pace yourself. And I think we did it so much better when we were young. Of course, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you just yeah. slow down, and it's we did. You, you know, you've got rehearsals, mm. and you and, and you feel like you hardly blinked. You just putting on your pajamas and watching Netflix and going to rehearsals. Yeah. So, what was your day? You were a, um, a nurse, Laurel, yes. and you also had your cottage for a while. Yep. Yeah, when oh, go on, so, Laurel. Yeah, I did my training at the Ballarat Base Hospital. I worked with the dermatologist for a few years. Then I had the children, and then I did district nursing for ten years. Right. And oh, I worked for, as matron at Damascus College, Saint Martin's in the Pines, right. for ten years. Yeah, <laughs> so some of it into into worked itself with time. Yeah. yeah. And Wendy, you were at McDonald's, yeah, right. weren't you? I was. You were at McDonald's for a while. You were I at... was at McDonald's yep. as uh, public relations, but I mainly worked in an office, Pete, you know, doing accounting and things like that, so, yeah. which I enjoyed. And Life balancing things. Lizzie, you were in newspapers. <laughs> newspapers, newspapers, a short radio stint, yeah. and then newspapers, and now I work for a senior newspaper. Mm. I actually looked after yeah. Ronald McDonald for a while. Right. Yeah, the little redhead fella. Yeah. We, did yes, we, we did McCappy Day. Yes, we did McCappy Day. Wasn't that hilarious? Yes. yes, you did McCappy Day, didn't you? We were in the drive-thru. I did. We used, yeah, yeah, drive the drive-thru. We used <laughs> to serve. <laughs> Terrorised everyone in the drive-thru. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good fun, good oh, fun. We had a lot of good fun. Look, community theatre also, um, the network that you create, is a tremendous sport in times of dire straits. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember having my car stolen one night after a oh, performance. I know. Going out there and then you and... Your lovely husband, uh, Mark, Wendy, came yep. to the rescue and loaned me a, a car for a while. Well, that's right. Um, and your house burnt down Our at one stage, Our house burnt down during one of the re- reviews, yes. Um, but, and, but, that but, was a bit drunk, but I still went on. But we, the community got together, got together really. And, yeah, and, they, of, and um, there was a fellow called Doug Sarah in Ballarat who was very community-minded, got some of my fellow... Uh, friends and theatrical people together and they put on a concert and raised $1,925. Isn't and that was that quite lovely. a lot of money in those no, days. And, yeah, it was, it was um, amazing. Mm. Just, mm. just amazing that people thought of me that way. So it was mm. lovely. Yeah. Mm. yeah. 
And we've had various personal Stuff losses again. and grief and all that sort yeah, of thing. But yeah. community theatre has been a wonderful outlet, hasn't I it? Was, yes. I always, I, I actually had to speak a couple of weeks ago and, and it was to do with the Historical Society because it was a past, past president's night. And all I could think of was how many lives have you had? And when you stop and listen to everybody's, how many lives have you had? It's really exciting to yeah. to listen to because you just sort of think, oh yes, you're yeah, you sing and you and you yeah, yeah. but it was was quite an interesting thought mm. 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 as I started to set mine down. <laughs> <laughs> There's no people like show people, is there? That's yeah. Right. So Lizzie, you were in Ballarat for a while, and then you moved back to Albury Wodonga, mm. and you've created with with your hubby and, and some of your family members, a theatre company here yeah, called Livid. Tell us about Livid. Livid Productions. I moved back to um, to Albury Wodonga because I um, my, I had a change in my my work with, and I came to work with the Border Mail, and um, I got involved in a fundraiser because my husband's in the Albury City Community Band, yep. and they were looking to raise funds to to buy uniforms for the band members. So we we put on Dimboola as a fundraiser for the band, and um, <laughs> we 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 had some so much fun, and and I missed the, my Ballarat theatre friends. I missed the theatre. There there was a theatre company here already, but I, I just um, I'd been too busy to to get involved with that. My husband had been my my husband had been ill when I first moved here. So my my now husband said to me, "You should." start your own theatre company after Dimboola and... Um, that takes a lot of yeah. courage. And the guy that came to help me was David Todd. He's a direct, he, he's, he's a well-known director in Obiwodonga. He's done some fabulous theatre stuff here for the border region. So Tolly, my husband, said, why don't you start your own theatre company? You can call it Livid Productions and the L-I is for Liz and the V-I-D is for David. So David and I put our own, our own money in and we put on... Um, uh, fundraise and I think it was the first show I think was nonsense was it Tolly? yeah yeah nonsense and we put we put five thousand dollars each of our own money in and did it on the cheap and uh, we we made enough money to put on another show which Fantastic. we did Godspell and then um, after Godspell we did JC Superstar and we got so so successful and so big that we now have our own committee we, we became incorporated and we've got members we've done some fabulous shows oh, and our theatre company's um coming up for 12 years old now wow and, yeah it's great that's really a wonderful great. legacy to, to and you know we've won some some fabulous awards for our shows yeah. um at Can canberra area theatre cat awards and the georgia awards um very proud of, of that and, and the be. opportunities mm. that we've given young people and musicians in the mm. town to do more stuff. And when we first, when we first um, started, there was, you know, the, well, the other theatre company was like they were the only theatre company in the border region. And, and, and I just said, this, this, this city is big enough, the Twin yeah. Cities is big enough for another one. I mean, Ballarat yep. has Block and Lyric. Mm. Oh, so plus we, all we, the schools, yeah, and, yeah. and then of and the course, university. Then, yeah, and it creates more opportunities yeah. for people, kids, and 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 anyone that wants to be involved in theatre. There's more opportunities for mm. them to be involved, and musicians as well. Oh yes, and we're oh, very musicians. fortunate um, because our theatre company we've we've donated a lot of money to local charities. 
Yeah, so if we great. if we have a good box office, we give to charities and we, we've raised money for the the, the, um, the women's shelter for the dialysis unit, yeah, the Wodonga Hospital for the palliative care. Yeah. So we do give back too from from any successful box office shows that we do. Well, does Livid have a website? It does, yeah. What's the website? Uh, www.lividproductions.com.au. There you go. So anyone in the Albury-Wodonga region who would like to participate in community theatre can sort yeah. of touch base that way. And, of course, in Ballarat, there's Ballarat Lyric Theatre yeah. and Block Musical mm. Theatre um, for those yes. uh, outlets, which is fantastic. Um, now, uh, your family, of course, are huge. You've got children. I mean, I used to call them the Von Hill Singers. Um, but all, all... I remember that story they did in the Ballarat News years ago. And it was, um, the, the photo was my, my son and my, and my three daughters and myself. And the headline was, the hills are alive with the sound of music. <laughs> That's great. That, yeah, that was yeah. I remember when I got into Whopper and I had a story in the Courier and it was um, <laughs> performing Pete Packs for Perth. It's <laughs> <laughs> like Peter Piper picked a peck. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so someone there was doing some great headlines. Mm-hmm. Um, so and, and that's been wonderful um, as a family to embrace mm-hmm. those experiences and to sort of yeah. also bond and work yeah. together as well. And you and uh, uh, your sons sort of had a little sort of backstage experience. Yeah, there, mainly Jason, the yeah. youngest. Yeah. And he he has performed in a few <laughs> things too. He was in Annie and Nanette and, and a few other shows. Yeah, and he's helped backstage with um, sets and painting and... Mm. Yeah, and your beautiful out. older sister Joy Hayes, Joy who's, Hayes, who's yes. unfortunately no longer with us, but all had the fortune to to work with her. Yes. Um, tell me, was there ever any sibling rivalry or jealousy between the two of you, both mm. being performers? No, but no, there wasn't. No. Even though she did shows for Block and and I did shows for Lyric, but she was fifteen years older than me, and I just thought she was beautiful. And you mm. would have been she, her adored baby sister. Baby sister. Yeah. Well, she left school at fifteen. Um, to help mum look after myself and Peter because we were, you know, the twins. twins. And so she, no, she just loved us. She just, there was Do nothing. Think... And I suppose you were doing musical theatre roles and she was more operetta. Yes, and, that's and opera, right. So yeah. you weren't competing for no, similar roles. No, we weren't roles. competing yeah. for roles. Mm. And we never auditioned for the same roles. The only, I don't think I was ever in anything with my sister except I was going to be in Dink of Assorted. Yes, you were. Which Peter, yourself, yes. was going to... I cast you in the cast, lead. that's right. I was, and I took You were snatched on, away by I Nellie s- Lovett. Yes, Mrs Lovett. Yes, yes. Mrs Lovett. Could hardly blame you. So no, no, no. So it was, it was just too, too much a temptation. Yeah, to yeah, absolutely. Up. I agree. I Even agree. though, you know... Well, that's it, isn't it? A role comes along and you have an opportunity to do it. You've got to snatch it then because... Yeah, it quite possibly won't come along again. Not especially mm. when it was offered, mm. Mm. you know. Yeah. So. Um, and Laurel, of course, Gary and Trudy, your children, yeah. have been involved in theatre performances. They did theater theater with yeah. us, yes. And yeah. Gary's still singing. Mm. Um, he sings with the Moners. Yeah, do you know what's great? This, uh, this thought just popped into my head. The three of us have all been in shows together with our kids. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we have. It's yeah. 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 And my husband did um, some stage direction and he did some set making, etc. Because he said, if you can't... Perform, do it, yeah. If, yeah, if you can't lick them. Contribute beat somehow. Them, if you, can't, you can't beat them, join them. Join them. Yeah. <laughs> that's right, that's right. <laughs> 
I can't let this yeah. interview or conversation go, Lizzie, without asking you about ventriloquism because that oh. is... Hey. I, know, you don't, I don't want you... Well, sure. ventriloquism hardly works on the radio, but <laughs> I don't want you to do any. But that's quite a unique art mm, form. Yeah. And I, your mum taught you, didn't she? Was she, she did, but what's, my, grandfather, what's the my grandfather was a ventriloquist. Right. And he was a very good one. And um, he was, that's my bird out there. That's your bird out there, that's not you doing it. He's saying, you can't see my lips move. No, my my grandfather was a ventriloquist and he was very well um, known around the station. He was a train train driver. He was, um, drove the Spirit of Progress for the first time. He was the first driver of the Spirit of Progress and he was well known around the station for his ventriloquism, ventriloquism pranks. And so he nearly lost his job on the Vic Rollways. And there's actually a V-Line magazine that's got this story written about my pa where um, they were carrying a coffin from the train and pa threw his voice into the coffin saying, let me out, let me out. And the guys put the coffin down and they ran to the station master saying, there's a, the coffin, he's, it's not, he's alive, he's, he's alive. <laughs> anyway, so they came out and the, oh the station master just happened to see my grandfather having a bit of a chuckle and he said, was George Lynch driving the train? And uh, yeah, it was Pa, he did that. And um, That's funny. So he, and then he taught my mum and then mum passed that on to me. And um, so my practice after school was sit down in front of the mirror with and talks until I couldn't see my mouth move. <laughs> she was mum's help. She was very, very Very funny. But actually, funny. I did I did some work in Melbourne um, for a few years on weekends with um, my puppet Casey, and um, it was he was quite good to me in terms of making a bit of extra money for the family. Mm. Yeah. So is there a, a, one of your children or grandchildren, do you think, who will take on no, the, the art form? No, they're not interested. Yeah. Uh, I did, but one of my grandsons at first for a little while thought he, he might like to do it. But And Casey's such a scary-looking doll. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. He's not the yeah. most attractive. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> so, like, You've got to love him. <laughs> kids don't like him. Mm. You know, my grandchildren didn't like him when they were small. Mm. Um and lots of little kids and lots of adults. Too so, like so, so Casey, your ventriloquist doll, where did he come from? Because he comes from Belgium. Right. So ma- was, your mum ordered him, or he, he online? Was, yeah, he was give, not online. Not online. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I was, I was no, in the post. She wrote yeah, off for yeah. it for my tenth birthday. Oh, okay. Really? And yes, oh, I did. Mum, mum arranged to have because mm. mum had some friends who came from Belgium and they, they got this this Casey for me. And his name's Casey because he lived in the case. case. You know that was simple. Oh right. So I used to prior to that, I used to have this tiny little Jerry G doll. It was not wasn't a Jerry G doll, but he was. Is that the one you don't you donated yes, to the? the, uh, the Art Centre yeah. in Melbourne. Like I saw that display. Well, I saw it. I saw one in display in Melbourne, and it had your name underneath okay, it. Okay, because I donated so, it to Ballarat. How did it get to yeah, Melbourne? Well, it must be probably on the museum. Must, must, yeah. must have oh, okay. worked together. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, he was. We used him in Gypsy. Yeah, right. And mm. uh, yeah, so I had that as a as a child first, and then I then I was given case, and I opened this case, and it was like. 
He was so big, he was nearly as big as me back yeah. then, you know. Yes. But I still have him. Hmm. Yeah. Casey Woodcock. <laughs> we won't go into that. We won't go into that. Oh, well, girls, thank you. This is this is a first for the Stages podcast, having three people on at once. I think we've done quite well. We're all able to listen to each other, etc. And look, for for those of you who know you and listening, are going to get quite a treat out of hearing your backstories and, and histories. And those of you who don't are going to be as equally um, impressed and engaged by the stories yeah. you've had to tell. And, and just before we wind up, can I just say one more thing? Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, on behalf of all of us, how lucky are we to have this opportunity to do this, this. with you and how proud we are of your awards. Very, very, very proud. proud. Thank Probably you. Yes. Congratulations. And we love you, honey. We love you, honey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's been fantastic. So, so, and look, and it's a really important conversation to have too. Yes, no, thank you, even, Nucky. Even yes, Nucky. Nucky. He enjoyed it as well. So, Don't forget me. <laughs> so thank you so much. Thanks, Pete. How'd you go with that episode? Well, there are also 24 episodes available in the archives from Season 1. Why don't you take a look and better still, have a listen. Stages is available through iTunes, Spotify and our hosting platform, Wooshka. Always entertaining, our guests deliver terrific anecdotes, fascinating observations and brilliant history. Thanks for listening. This is the podcast Stages and as always, I'm Peter Ayers.